0: Thank you. episode 383 of Texting. Hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. And um, today I've just, I'm just uh, coming here from looking at the, the news and YouTube and seeing a brazen flash mob of like 30 to 50 people who organized uh, via social media to all turn up to Nordstrom wearing face masks and just do a flash mob robbery. And it's very interesting. It's very like if, if that becomes a major trend that catches on, that could be quite serious, quite. Serious. Well, it,
1: it's already a trend. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's already a thing, right? I mean, you, you've you've heard about this happening in San Francisco and LA before, right? No, I haven't. No. This is the first you've heard of this in the last three first,
0: years. Yeah, first I've heard of it. Yeah.
1: Okay, you got to diversify your media consumption. All right, because this is that's terrible. I mean, this has been going on. I mean, that's that. Um, yeah. I mean, this is this this sort of looting that's been going on. It, it's it's just. I mean, it's not always thirty to fifty. There were there were been a couple. You know, actually, no. There's been a lot, like there's like of targets and you know WalMarts or whatever. Some big ones. There's been some, some, um, you know, there's been target like smaller stores like Gucci stores and. How many people? Like, what's the max? Well, there's been some that's been, you know, obviously there are there are like massive ones and you have hundreds of people. There are, there, but are. there, but there are, um, smaller ones of like twenty to fifty, which is like an organized hit, um, and that's it happened. I think there was one in San Francisco like 8 months where ago. Where do they or 10 where do they ago. organize
0: it? Like is it is it any specific social network or like how do is, is there like discords? They have discords. I don't know. I mean they probably use
1: I mean these are this is criminal activity so they probably do whatever they can to keep their criminal activity from being observed. I
0: bet they all met up on crypto discords. Something like that. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen have I mean you have you, you there, have you watched any videos, recent videos of 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 San Francisco and Market Street and seeing all the stores that are gone? No, no, dude, man, you dude, gotta, I'm like...
0: working. I'm not. I don't have the the. Spare I don't time the spend a lot have. of time watching. This, I don't have spare time like, time you the. You definitely
1: year. read the news. It's like I think you're reading. I, I think you're. I think you're reading. Uh, you're
0: not reading a wide enough spectrum. This, but this is the. This is what I'm calling the new segment when toaster fuckers get dangerous. Now this is called <laughs> wake the fuck up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, so wake
1: the fuck up. Okay, look. So if you go to Market Street in San Francisco, so Market Street, I used to walk from Market Street down to Uber's headquarters. I mean, Uber had different offices over the years, but from like two thousand, I don't know, thirteen to two thousand fifteen, they were right uh, right across street from Twitter. Um, I think they call it Mid Market. Is the name of it. Yeah, and I know you're not super familiar with San Francisco, but so I would the uh, most of the hotels, or like I said, the real density of the hotels, was down in Union Square, okay, which All is right. near the financial district and and um, a lot of shops and restaurants and cafes. I mean, that's kind of a cool, so there are tons and tons of uh, of hotels there, right? So and and Uber's first couple headquarters were pretty near there, and then they moved down to uh, Mid Market, and so I would have to you know after breakfast I'd have to like. Either take an Uber or walk up there. So I would walk up this street, you know, and it's just tons of, of stores. You know, everything from like your high-end, you know, fancy stores like your uh I don't know, whatever, boutique yeah, stores but, to but like, like your what, Payless shoe you stores. Bring... They're mostly what, closed, they're gone. Because, they're gone because of
0: flash mobs?
1: Oh, because of general looting in criminal activity. Huh. Is a massive part of it is the part of it is the is the fentanyl um you know, homeless, um, problems. So you just have hundreds, thousands of people in tents and, and, you know, lying around the street, defecating, shooting up, whatever, all over San Francisco. It's a lot of it is centralized down around Tenderloin, but you know, it's kind of spread out around mid market in different areas. But you anyway, see some
0: of that in, in Los Angeles, obviously, but you'll say, you'll say San Francisco there. is much worse than, than Los Angeles.
1: Um, I mean, I don't have any statistics on it. Uh, right. San Francisco is much smaller and it's much more centralized. Mm. Um, so, if you live in San Francisco, it would be it would not be difficult to run into that. And you could say, "Well, mm. I live up on you know whatever by the Presidio, and I go here, and I don't ever go down to Mid Market or in those areas." But if you if you were anywhere in sort of the central San Francisco that Market Street was is kind of a was one of the main thoroughfares right and you should go you know go on after the show go on YouTube and look up a tour video tour up to date video tour of Market Street and you'll see that like 90% 95% of of all of the stores are shuttered like boarded up gone i and mean it's because of stuff like
0: this it's interesting but um but obviously it it can't be just because of this. It, it's obviously just just general bad looting and people like criminals and stuff like that. But I mean, just specifically talking about this, I'm thinking like like how how big can this get? Like, okay, okay, so, so it's do, been a are trend. you even aware of why this is happening? Are you you're not even aware of why this is happening? Are you? Tell me why is it happening? So it doesn't Tell sound me. like you even have. Dude, I'm always up to to hear your um, opinions, your education. Tell me, like, cover <laughs> it. I can't remember. I can't remember what movie I'm thinking
1: of. There's <laughs> the, the, part where the guy goes, you don't know what the fuck is going on, do you? And the guy's like, huh? He's like, you,
0: you know, it's like you.
1: Tell I me, try to remember why, what it is. is. I wish I could. Why is this? It.
0: Why are these flash mobs looting? Like, what? Wh- where does it come from? Okay, so
1: you know. Um, essentially, okay, we're not going to go back to Rousseau. <laughs> we're not going to talk <laughs> the 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 inherent nature of man or, you know, or anything like that. But what we'll, you know, in re- what what changed recently, and particularly in San Francisco and LA, but Chicago as well, and I think I think New York had some of this, but but the the worst of it were were uh, of it are, are those three cities, and the, probably the worst of the three is San Francisco. And what happened was. Um, you, ha- you had some anti-carceration district attorneys elected. Now, district attorneys have discretion in terms of what crimes are going to prosecute, right? Do you understand that? But the only thing I'm talking about is flash mobs. I think you're talking I'm about something I'm trying to explain different. how this works because you're, you're so confused about all this. I need to build but, a little foundation mobs, for you.
0: But, fla- but flash mobs is not... Is not- no, no, flash mobs is just be- because of toaster fuckers. I mean, basically, flash mobs comes about because of toaster fuckers. It's the, Justin, the you internet. Justin,
1: to- you are so fucking confused right now. It's just <laughs> All right, unbelievable. Let me okay. let me explain what's going on. Okay, you,
0: you explain. I All so
1: right. um, essentially, what happened is you had these anti-incarceration anti-incar- DAs that were elected, and their idea was that. Um, the police and uh and the district attorney's office were fundamentally racist in nature because there were uh, as a proportionality of crimes and and who was being in who was in prison was primarily black they were like this is racist okay 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 we got you got that you with me still i'm with you there okay So i'm
0: trying to see how this gets to flash mobs, but keep keep going keep going
1: okay so so and so you could see how a lot of people would go, yeah, like is, are, are, are you, you know, is, is there, is there some, is there some inf- inherent unfairness in the system, right? So, a, so there's, you could understand how people might think that, and say we need to make sure that our police and district attorney, that our our, our general legal system is not racist, it's unbiased, and if you commit a crime, you go to jail. If you don't commit a crime, you don't, or, or you're prosecuted, or you're not prosecuted, right? Okay. So, um. The Chesa, de, uh, Bodine, Chesa, Chesa Bodine, I think is his name, he was the uh, district attorney for San Francisco. And he was um, one of these district attorneys who basically would not prosecute low-end property crimes. Right? And so, and this was all, this all started, it was in, right around the same time as the whole defunded police um, push. So, right? was there flash mobs in London then? Okay, let me Do you want to understand this or do you know Okay, want to okay, it? keep going. Yep, okay. okay. So what happened was um and then there was and then there I think there were was something to do with the – they I can't I don't know if this was prosecutorial discretion or there was um an actual law passed. But basically, you were not they were not going to arrest someone. It was not it was no longer going to be a felony if you stole less than
0: $500
1: worth okay. of value. Okay. Um I think it was more prosecutorial
0: prosecutor. And the reason why discretion. they did that was to be for anti-racism reasons because so that so stuff the like that, right? Couldn't target uh, okay. on a racial basis. So
1: speak. then what happened is uh the police were, were getting it in the teeth. The police were being called racist and thugs and fascists and everything like that. And so and in combination with the lack of support from the district attorney's office, the political pressure on them uh, there was some reduction in funding um they lost a lot of police officers in some of these cities particularly san francisco so i, the, I can't remember what the, the death or they, they left they left they just were like i'm done i'm okay. out of here this is terrible um because they were being accused of of being corrupt or incompetent or both uh but then what was also happening is they would arrest people for crime they would bring it in and the district district attorney would let them wouldn't prosecute would just let them go there were not prosecuted on okay. this, and that would happen over and over and over again. So you had these. Plus, they they introduced a new like a. I don't understand the act, uh, the detailed mechanics of it, but I think it's called cash bail. So basically, because poor people have a harder time getting going, getting out in bail because they need a bond put up in their name. So like you know, let's say if you got accused of a crime, George could go down there you're not going to sit in jail for the next three months before it comes up in trial or whatever. You're going to be out later that day because she's going to go in there and bond you out, right? Right. And so what happened was, because there was considered to be an an inherent unfairness that people who didn't have the means, they were like, look, we're just, we're we're not going to do that. And so all these people who were committing crimes were just out on the street like hours later. Okay. So you're a police officer. You have some people that walk into Gucci or tiffany or whatever they steal a bunch of stuff you catch them take them in the jail process them two hours later they're out doing the same thing they're breaking into cars over and over and over again they're not being prosecuted they're not being charged They're not being prosecuted and they and so the police officers are quitting or were quitting and the ones that were there are just like this is this is stupid and so then what was happening is um people would report these crimes and the police wouldn't even come. They'd like, it's not even, po- it's not even, there's no point in even reporting them. There's no point because the, you know, in terms of breaking place, if you, if you park your car in San Francisco, there's a really good chance. Like, if you have anything in there, potentially it's going to get smashed. The windows are smashed. Like don't go in there with a car <laughs> and park it anywhere. Um, Because, because now only going to get broken into, but no one's going to do anything about it. You're certainly not going to get your laptop back or whatever whatever you stupidly left in your car. Um, and then, of course, you're going to ref- pay to get your car r- repaired. Um, so then what happens is once criminals start realizing, like, hey... Open season. We can just go in. And so then they had video after video after video. And this was not just San Francisco. It was in other cities. But San Francisco was sort of the epicenter of it, I think. Because it was the most extreme in terms of their policies. Um we're just walking into your CVS or your Walgreens or your target and they would just pile up their bags and, 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 and just walk out of there. And employees were told, stand down, do not try and stop someone because you're going to get hurt. And like, they're thinking, you know what? So someone walks out with, they'll sue us hundreds of dollars. Well, there's the chance that someone is going to get hurt and then they're going to get sued for some huge amount of money. I mean, let's, let's say that, um, some overzealous employee tackles some guy on the floor or some woman on the floor who's stealing, breaks their neck. Yeah. Because they're not a course. trained police officer. They get a little overzealous, and now we got a multi-million dollar lawsuit that target or something. So they're just like, you know, we can't. And um, but so there wasn't a whole lot they could do. And so they would they, you know, they priced in a certain amount of um you know, for what they call, a, I can't, remember, slippage or something like that. Yeah. When you know, stuff like that happens. Breakage. But, breakage. What's it called? Well, I
0: feel, I think it's called breakage, but I um, could be
1: wrong. that's nah, for broken stuff. Sli- I don't. I, but regardless, and then what happened is you have people who were maybe not necessarily criminals, but but not necessarily upstanding sim- citizens. Were like, hey, I could just walk into Walgreens and take some stuff, and no one's really going to stop me, right? And mm-hmm. if you're poor, you're like, you know what? Screw it. I, a need, new, uh, I need some toothpaste it's, it's, and a toothbrush, like a, and I'm just going to go in and, and and grab some stuff.
0: Right, cut out the middleman of the whole having to earn money,
1: well, or having to pay for something. Right, I'm just going <laughs> to walk out. Right, yeah. and so this started happening more and more and more at these stores, and then the and the more and and then some of what, you know you can imagine these are like hey this is great. I need something, I just walk down the Walgreens or I walk down Target and I just get take it. People give me a weird look. I don't give a crap. I've got a mask on my face. Screw them. And you walk in with two or three or four people, you all do it at the same time. It's even easier to just walk out and not even feel bad about it or feel like you're gonna get caught. And so there's tons of videos on you. I mean, you could watch you 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 could watch days of videos on YouTube or Twitter of people doing this all over the country. It started in San Francisco, primarily in LA, and then it started to spread. And so people start getting the idea, hey, that's a great idea. And then you had more criminal elements. They're like, dude, let's hit, let's let's hit, let's hit XYZ Mall. Let's go hit the high end store. Let's hit, let's go after the the Gucci store and get the really expensive bags. Let me go resell those things and make a ton of money, right? So, um, and it's spread and it's continuing to spread as it becomes more normalized. And like I, I you know, I told you that you know whatever it was like a month ago or two months ago when I was at the local uh, CVS and you know a guy. Did that right when I was there. And I asked the um the employees about it. I was like, does this hat much? And they're like, yeah. And they were like really discouraged. It was very, it's very demoralizing. Right? Even if you don't, it, it's like not going to cost them anything, but it's just really depressing when you're walking around and discouraging people just coming in and you're running a story selling stuff and you have people just walking in and stealing stuff and no one's stopping them. And and then a lot of these stores started shutting down. I mean, someone would say, well, someone would blame the crime outwardly. Some would just say, well, challenging economic conditions, changing environment, whatever. But, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of stores and especially chains would start, would start, would, um, start shutting down. And so then places where it got really bad, like on market street, you look at it and it's like, Oh my God, it's like ghost town now. I mean, what used to be a thriving commercial thoroughfare is like a dead zone. Union Square, you know, I haven't been there and I haven't seen a video that we're seeing, but I heard a lot of people report it's like just, it's nothing like what it used to be. I mean, it used to be just like very kind of a Tony area, really high end stuff, really nice restaurant and stuff. It's, a lot of it's just boarded up. And the, and the reality is, is like, if you're not going to prevent crime, if you're not going to prosecute pro- crime, you're going to get more crime. That's the bottom line. That's the truth. It's, you don't. You, if you want more of something? It. Incentivize it, and by saying, "Hey, you can have stuff and not get not only would not get prosecuted for it, you won't even be stopped, arrested. they like, oh, go, you're not. No one's even going to stop you."
0: Yeah, I just did a little Google, um, and see that it. You know, there's a lot of stuff coming from a few years back as well, um, starting in 2020. And so I just, I haven't. I guess I just haven't noticed it. I mean, well, but that's perfectly possible, dude. Dude, look, there, there's been times when I've said to you, you know. Different artist names, and you've looked at me with like a no, 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 a, no. Okay, like Here, th- this is right. Obviously, I don't. I'm not like it's I'm, perfectly. No, no, ex- no, but, I mean, I'm not a bad person because I don't know this. Like, no, I'm not. Look, like. I'm not.
1: I'm not claiming you're a bad person. This is th- <laughs> what's happening in the media. Right, right. I'm not saying Justin's an idiot. I'm saying the media, you're, you're which just is mostly left leaning, has done a had done for a long time a, a sort of a blackout on it. They wouldn't cover it. They would yeah, cover it. Bad. It was all over Twitter and YouTube, but they just wouldn't cover it, you know, because it was considered racist, why, or was considered, would... or was. I mean, it wasn't like you know everyone there was black or non-white or whatever. I mean, it. But you know, it was. It was the direct result of a lot of these sort of far-left policies that emanated from this sort of craziness of 2020. The defund the police and the non-stop prosecuting stuff, and get these really activist DAs who just don't prosecute crime, and all that stuff just really took off. Everybody felt really good about themselves. Everybody got their like I'm a you know their virtue signaling badges on, right? And then the stuff starts happening, and then you turn around two or three years later, and now you have all these commercial districts being eviscerated. People just leaving. The the business owners are like, screw it, we're out of here. And now you can't hide from it, right? You used to say, well, we're not, the crime isn't really up. This is a lie, which is like bullshit. Uh, it's not a lie, but people stop reporting it because nothing's done about it, right? They don't even report it because the cops aren't going to The cops aren't going to come. Why am I going to spend a bunch of time online with someone, you know, at the police department to say, hey, my, you know, car got smashed in and they stole my laptop, right? So the so stuff doesn't get reported or in the stores don't even bother because it's just, paperwork and headache for them nothing nothing's gonna happen right so the so there's, so there's no reporting of it the reporters are like which are left-leaning so there there's a part of them that are that're sympathetic to this stuff and to, to really report that this was a really stupid idea maybe had people who had it had had their heart in the right place but it was a bad idea and and the repercut and the and the and the side effects are that it these things grow and become worse and you see things like these 30 to
0: 50 people breaking into a mall which again is not new
1: but that's just the so creep.
0: there's a there's a video that i was just watching before we uh jumped on the show i don't want to get too deep into it but i do, I do want you to link it in the show notes well i'll, I'll link it in the show notes just do sure. it but basically uh a woman from two years ago uh georgia howe uh Recorded a video. I was wrong about the Democratic Party. This is my walkaway video, and she just explains in in very nuanced way a lot of the stuff that was you're sort of talking there about you know kind of wokeness and this kind of stuff. And there was there was a lot of times where I just I thought, wow, you know that is that's a good video. So we should we should have that there. But but we we're not a political show really. So no, well, well you know here's the thing, um, you know when it, when
1: either party. Really gets control, you're kind of screwed. And you know when the when the Republicans had a firm control in the early 2000s, we got the Iraq War, we got the war on terrorism, we got no fly list, we got yeah extraordinary trendi- rendition, we got financial crisis. Well, that 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 had less to do with it, but. But I mean there are things about it. I mean, well, there dere- were a lot...
0: deregulation in the banks, you know, for example, deregulation. Well, a lot of the deregulation
1: things. back half under the repeal of Glass Steagall, which was Clinton. Okay. So okay. the the Democrats and Republicans are both in the pocket of corporations, and the Democrats were very much along. They were most of them voted for the Iraq War, most of them voted for, for the um the Patriot Act. Most of them voted they were in it, right? So the Democrats were in it. Now, they might not have been on their own being the ones who would say, hey, I'm really just pushing hard for this, but they were along for the ride. They were happy, and they were implicated in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, it, you know, I, I'm no fan of either party. I've told you that, right? I mean, after after the, um, you know, when the whole stop the steal stuff and Rudy and ran around, I told him, I am never going to vote for Republican again in my life. This is an absolute shit show. This is so embarrassing, right? Not that I was—I was always an independent, but I'm just like that. And then I've seen what the Democrats have been doing, particularly—and I don't mean like all Democrats, but I mean like the far the left flank, the far left stuff, the 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 these the extremist stuff yeah. that's resulting on these on po- all these sort of crazy policies. Whether it's you know it's resulting in com- homeless encampments and you know untreated fentanyl, you know. Removing Moms removing and, math curriculum. Yeah, I mean, it's just static. It's just it's just it's the thing is that when either side of the divide, the the the, the real partisans, the real extrema, extremophiles, the ten to fifteen percent on the far right and the far left, it, it, it's like there, it's like anytime they get in control or they and they get the mic, they're they're the ones who who are kind of pushing stuff. You're gonna have just you're gonna have you're coming up with a lot of policies that are just gonna be really just bad they're not going to work and they're going to ultimately um hurt society and hurt our culture
0: but here, but here's the thing i like i so i, I yeah i know i hear you like that that could be the genesis of it but i reckon i do think that a lot of t- these kind of flash mobs that are happening in different countries in the world for this kind of thing i'm willing to bet that like a significant portion of those people are just opportunist youths who just happen to stumble across the idea and just like all right this is great I'm, I'm well, yeah, well, that's, that's
1: exactly what I was saying before. There, once they realize they can get away with it, right, and once people start demonstrating, you can get away with it, and you get a bunch of dumb yeah, kids. They're not
0: thinking about the build-up. They're not thinking about you know the mayor in San Francisco. No, bad criminals don't. It doesn't like that. matter
1: about any of that. That, that. That's they're not thinking about it. They're just really, I can get away with this. Yeah, I I want X. I can take it without being punished. Therefore, I'm going to get it. Your buddies go, hey, man, let's go down. We can get some stuff. And you won't get to you're like, what? I don't want to get trouble. Like, dude, you're not going to prosecute it. You're like, what? You know, and next thing you know, you have a bunch of, you know, I mean, obviously, most of them are young. I mean, they're not 12 year olds, but they're not 50 year olds typically. I mean, you do have older people doing this. Like these videos, there are older people, their families are going in. We'll do it. It's weird. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is very. Third worldish. It's very dysfunctional, and we're um, gonna have to turn this stuff around because what's gonna happen is if you don't, if you don't start prosecuting these crimes, you don't stop rest, you don't start arresting people and stopping them, then the um, the stores will just shut down. They can't make money, so they're gonna retract from all these areas. So all these urban areas. Where everybody was like, hey, you know, that that been really been arrived in the US for those 20 or 30 years. Cause, you know, you had this big move to suburbia, the sort of white flight that happened in the 60s, you know, 50s and 60s and 70s. And then by the time of the 70s, you had these really dysfunctional downtown cities, right? And then they, then they, everybody started coming back in and reviving downtowns and creating commercial districts and a lot of culture and everything And then in the 80s and 90s and 2000s, New York and Chicago and you know, you name was city, turned around like it was like was you would nobody would go there before. And then it was like, why would anyone go out to the suburbs? There's nothing out there except for like steak and shake and McDonald's. I mean, you know, everything's downtown. But if 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 crime and drugs and homelessness, so if everywhere you walk, there's People sleeping on the streets, decapitating on the streets, tent cities everywhere. People shooting up, people looting stores. All no one wants to be around that. No one wants to be around so that.
0: Do you think it's going to cycle back to the suburbs and, and there's going to be a new pop up? It already like is. Little, I mean, San Francisco has had population. like
1: a massive exodus over the past uh, couple of years. And and so what's going to happen is you know you already have this remote this remote work um thing that's happened right. You had a mm-hmm. lot like so let's take just to stick to San Francisco. San Francisco is kind of like um. It's an early version of what will happen to all these other cities, and more and more extreme. But the other ones are going to follow suit because most of them have similar policies. They're just bigger cities, so they, it's not as apparent because it happens more in pockets at first. But first of all, you had you don't have people working in these office towers anymore because it won't work because of all these. Uh, you have all these techno technology people who have a lot of options in terms of work. Right, they can work anywhere. It's not finding a job, and maybe that's overstating it. But finding a job is not that not super difficult. They know they can find a job eventually, right? Right. So they're like, you know, I really we can't hoard a house downtown San Francisco, obviously, because I don't make a million dollars a year. So we need to live out. It means I got to commute in. Either I got to ride the train, and it's a it's a pain. I'd much rather work at home. Okay, easy easy to understand why a lot of people might want to do that, especially if you have families you have kids, right? So then. So what happens now is these these offices are largely um, unoccupied, and so there's this huge um, bubble or not bubble. It's a huge um, crisis on commercial real estate because a lot of um, a lot of tenants are are, are are have left or will be leaving, and they're not going to pay a lease on these on the on the space. Right, And these commercial – and the people – the companies or the, who own these office buildings are not going to make payments to the banks on on these uh, on these buildings because no one wants to live down there right? because no one wants to work down there because they're remote work. But also – and then that's a huge crisis because you have this massive multi-trillion that's dollar right. exp- uh, uh, debt. A, a, a bad commercial debt because they can't pay because people don't want to work um, you know, downtown. But let me just say one last r- thing. Let me just say one last thing. Let me just. I know. There's just one last <laughs> thing. I know. I, You're always
0: saying. You're always saying. Don't let me speak too much. Don't let like. Okay. Don't, stop me from monologue. But I just to have try to, to get the fucking word. Anyway, go on. Just say this one thing.
1: <laughs> on. So you, the remote work is was was sort of like a, a big the a big driver in this, but then. Because of all the all the crime and homelessness, and and uh, that's exacerbating that greatly. Feel like I don't, I don't want to
0: work down there. It's not safe driving. It's not safe riding the BART. It's just a it's a shit show. So something that struck me as a bit suspicious recently is there's been so you know how um, with COVID we had the study that showed us that it wasn't the the lab leak because the study was so important. You know no there's no way it's lab leak. So there's a lot of studies coming out that are saying remote work is bad. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed how many studies are coming out about that? Oh, we did a study. Remote workers really, really. Well, something
1: on Hacker News this morning. I mean, I've seen people
0: complain. I've seen I'm a lot just of wondering, complain. is that the same? Is, is 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 that like? A, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that those studies were sponsored by the people who are like losing all this money. You know, well, all the all the, you know the re, the realtors. You know what I'm saying. I
1: don't. I don't. Uh, you know. It was funny because the number one comment on Hacker News was kind of uh, arguing against that. That it, that didn't make a whole lot of sense because um, that there would be no there. Uh, okay, so I, I don't think there's. I, I don't think those kinds. I don't think the people who own commercial real estate have a lot of influence they're, on what's being. They're not written. smart enough to get to get together and put <laughs> and put studies together. No, I, I just well, they're not going to put studies together, but they're certainly not enough to put a lot of. Um, to, to put pressure on what's being written in, you know, the Washington Post or New York Times or, right. or Atlantic or whatever. I, I just, I, d- mm-hmm. I doubt that. And then there's not a, there's not a sort of a system that would keep that, make things happen. So you're like the, the national security state. So it's like the, the, the CIA and the military and stuff, you know, it's like, you know, the, they can enforce narratives that, say New York Times or NBC or whatever does they don't want to go against because they're going to lose access to Pentagon officials or PRC they're 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 not they're not going to they're going to say you lose access right so you better not you know uh, take take us to task right The commercial real estate's like who the hell who, who who cares who are the you know it's just a bunch of uh no name i mean they might there's a
0: lot of wealth but it's a lot of no name you know let me know kind of... when you're ready for a segue because i've got a segue that that actually works very well with what we've just discussed
1: okay but let me just okay so great let me just finish, finish this up so um i don't think that's happening i mean i think there is probably there there are a lot of reasons why certain comp or companies would want people to come back to work. I think there's a lot of f- fucking off at the I think a lot of people are not getting doing a lot of work and right. at, at home. Some people are hyper productive,
0: but I think there's a lot of people who are not really working that hard. And I think but <laughs> it's the same thing at an office. I mean I've seen people just like not working very much in office when true. I've been in office. Yeah, it's true, but
1: I think it's I think it's easier to get away with it at home i mean it's like office fake space it. the movie is just like there you go yeah. i rest my case <laughs> that's a movie right but that's a movie <laughs> um yeah there are definitely people but it's it's harder to just like totally bullshit and uh, you know just okay. like screw off and head out and go to the gym or <laughs> whatever you still got to sit there at the computer i mean there are people kind of like having kind of not very useful meetings and kind of chit-chatting with people but i don't know so anyway that but but it doesn't necessarily mean how productive people are. It's the perception of it, too, right? So if you run a company and you think there's a lot of people working for you who are not doing much, or you're not being productive, or you're worried that that's not happening. You're like, we need to give people back at the office. This is where collaboration happens. This is where things happen. So, I think there's a fair amount of that. I mean, there's a lot of voices on either side. I think it really depends on the person, depends on the industry and the company. It, uh, there's just so much that impacts that you have a smaller company you can get away with if a more technology oriented company where maybe it's software. And, uh, you know, I, it just is so much context that you could you could make the argument
0: very conclusively uh, depending on who you're the specific company. It'd be interesting to see if it also has had an impact on the number of weddings and, and birth rate and stuff like that, because people aren't meeting, you know, like so many people connect through work, you know? You know,
1: so, um, God, there's so much stuff I could, I go with this. Sandy and I just had an hour long discussion about something related to that. Um, you know, this, this morning, um, I I don't know if we want to go into it or not, but, um, yeah. I mean, everything impacts everything, right? Culture, yeah. politics, demographics, economics, you know, technology. I mean, they, they, they all play in to, to these kinds of things. They'll play into each other. They all tell big feedback loops. Everything adapts to everything else. But, um, oh, one thing I was going to say is, so one of the problems in San Francisco now is you're having this exodus of companies and people. And as the people leave, and the companies leave, they're like, nobody wants to work downtown San Francisco anymore because uh, it's not safe and now um and then and then all of a sudden you know these co- cool coffee shops and cool lunch places and stuff close up. Because yeah. Because they're not
0: losing the foot traffic and because there's like tent there's tents and stuff out in front of the place. Nobody wants to go there. Right? Again, again hurting society because people aren't cross pollinating, people right. aren't meeting new people, relationships aren't being started.
1: Yeah, but but the the point is that that's the the point is this. The then what happens is the the companies leave the small businesses, the retail outlets, the stores, the restaurants leave, the foot traffic leaves, the tourism leaves because you can't, you know, you can't, you can't bring tourism there if you don't have any place to eat and, you know, yeah. go to. It's like it's just a bunch of closed buildings and, and, um you know, and, and that's one thing about San Francisco is a major tourist des- destination, but there's, you know, it's like nobody's on the streets anymore. It's compared to what it used to be. You look at like 2019, it was super busy so much of the time. But here's the problem. When everybody leaves, now, all of a sudden, you can't don't, your, your taxes go way down. You can't collect taxes. So now you can't mm. offer services to people who you'd like to help because all the companies that pay all the taxes and all the commerce that happens isn't happening anymore. Yeah, And so now you get this sort of doom loop where things just get worse and worse until somebody comes in and you have to have this really concerted effort where you try and stop the
0: bleeding and turn things around. But, but didn't they... Didn't they do the exact opposite in New York? Some some mayor came in and did. Was it even Julia? I don't know. No, was it was it way before. It was way before Julian. Like, so, someone did 80s. like one strike and you're out kind of thing. Like they were super hard on misdemeanors. I I don't and, remember, but you're right. The seventies. I mean, it's New York was kind
1: of a, it was a dump and it was really dangerous in the late like it's like when the whole um all the social upheaval and all this stuff happened in the 60s and things got really bad in the 70s yeah it was a very it was a very rundown dangerous place in and a lot of areas and um I, you know I, I should study up I'm sure there's like some good documentaries on how mm. how New York finally turned itself around but it took a lot of developers and a lot of people come and say we're going to bring money
0: in here and no but I remember them being super strict on crime like there was there was some you know they, they it was the opposite of what you described there in San Francisco where they said where they said okay we'll just let them get away with misdemeanors it was like no we're going to be really hard on misdemeanors and make everyone terrified to do anything yeah well that's if if, if you don't want crime punish the crap out of it no, it may not be fair. You're going to catch
1: some people up who 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 maybe are who are like, hey, they didn't do a whole lot, and they're in jail for a year or two, and they you know or whatever. I mean, you, the yeah. drug the drug um, the war on drugs is pretty unforgiving. You know, you sold some cocaine and you're in jail for ten years or whatever. And there's some pretty harsh penalties for people who didn't do a lot. But um, for people who are actually engaged in sort of a very harmful criminal activity, assault, rape. Large theft, you know, recidivism. I mean, it's like they're not doing anything. So you go to Singapore, there's no nobody steals anything, right? Because they don't fuck around in Singapore. In certain countries, they do not screw around. They do not tolerate it, so it does not happen. If you tolerate it, it's going to happen. If you want more of something, incentivize it. And, it's, and you can incentivize it by just saying, hey, look, we're just going to not penalize it. We're going to not really talk about it. We're just going to... Are you ready for my segue? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Um this is a blog post or uh, well no it's not it's it's an article on Washington Post um that I uh, that I had noted Do you avoid the news you're in growing company a lot of people are not watching or reading the news as much because it makes them feel sad or scared and by the way I'm one of them <laughs> the study found that many many people are skipping news about wars politics and famous people less people are watching news channels and visiting news websites some believe that the news focuses too much on bad things and that we should share good news what are your views on this jason
1: well there's like what we what what people would like to, to to be the case and then what actually works as a business the reason if it bleeds it leads and that's because that's what draws people's attention it's like you're driving on a highway and you know there's a car accident you look can't help rub a neck and- how many times have you driven by a bad accident and not looked zero times zero times and the reason is it's um it's like we're we're uh we're, you know we're sort of it's in our biology like, like when something bad happens you're like whoa what happened what happened you know it's it's sort of a survival you know instinct like even bad things happen your 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 adrenaline and your stress, stress hormones kick in and your your you uh, get your attention right if there's something that might kill you you know like tiger is that a tiger like what but there's like, a sound that there's a there's a roar that you're like i'm paying attention like what is that or someone said hey like, you're about wrecking. ralph he got eaten by a tiger like, what where oh yeah i was like three you go the river like jesus what happened like don't go over there you're like okay i'm not going over there right so we're primed to that and it's like you know well you know we do like good news and everybody likes watching videos of like kittens and puppies sometimes and goofy things and it's fun um we also uh you know we can't help but be um, be engaged by negative, scary, dangerous stuff. And, and and the reason that newspapers and local news and national news, they cover this stuff primarily because that's what people will watch. And if people would watch the fuzzy, warm, wonderful things all the time, they just do that. But people don't watch it. They want to make money. They're
0: businesses, right? It's like the second wave of, uh, the end of newspapers or maybe the third wave. Cause like the newspapers had sort of found something good with an, with an online, you know, with the online thing, but now, now that now they're being so sensationalist and so depressing. People are actually just leaving that as well. It's like okay. Well, most newspapers no, got wiped even... out, <laughs> up to the f- few of the major ones, right? So, it's, so the <laughs> yeah. internet,
1: the online, was horrible. I mean, it just destroyed oh, yeah. local news. Um, yeah. The only thing it's been, you know, good for ultimately was uh, is like New York Times and a couple of the premier things. But even Washington Post has lost a ton of money, and there was an article that's like, yeah, you know, ten million they've lost or no, something like that, 100, no, no, 100 million.
0: No, oh, sorry, yeah, but I, I, it I a,
1: think it, it was like over a one and a zero. That <laughs> was two zeros. <laughs> two zeros. So it was a lot. <laughs> And, yeah. um, you know, the, so what happened with like New York Times and Washington Post is, um, so New York Times in particular, so they basically did the same thing. Washington Post followed the New York Times lead is New York Times wasn't sure what to do with the online situation. They were like, it was, it was, it was hurting their business. So like, you know, people were, fewer people were buying newspapers and cause initially they were just giving it, a, giving it, you could just read New York Times stuff online for free. And which is what people will do, right? And then they're like, okay, we need to, uh, this is not working. <laughs> our business is eroding. And so they ran the experiment of, of like, we need to start charging for our content. We'll give a little bit away and we'll start charging. You know, and I'm sure I'm sure some of our listeners say, hey, I, I really dug deep in this story and I can tell you all the nuts and bolts of it. I, I mean, I've read about it, but I can't remember all the nuts and bolts. But that's essentially what happened, you know? But then what happened w- when you do that is that you can be captured by the, by your audience. Right, New York Times ends up with something like four million subscribers, right? And who's primarily subscribing to the New York Times is much more on the left side of the aisle. But it got, but it went yeah. much further left than it was. So it was much more this. centrist with the left bent and went much further. And the Washington Post did it even more. So they got they they so they became captured by the audience, right? And then when this that all happened, part of the same loop the and, same loop we've been discussing
0: up to this point. Yeah, it's
1: a different kind of loop. And so then what happens is you sh- and, and so within, and then I think um I think it was Barry Weiss who pointed this out is that the New York Times writers, their their primary editor was the was Twitter. Because Twitter is where all everyone in media and politics and everything hung out, right? Mm. And so if you post something on Twitter, your story, your byline, and it's it's a big hit and everybody loves it. You're a superstar, right? You do that enough mm. times, and you're getting a promotion, right? You're 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 getting to write about stuff you really want to write oh, about. Whatever. Got it. got it. So, and then everyone applauds you. You write stuff that goes against the narrative. Like, what the, what the hell are you doing? This person's a, 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 an apostate, right? And they get ostracized at the very at the very least, they get ostr- ignored. Largely, they get ostracized. People just like, I'm not going to follow you on Twitter. People like, I'm going to cancel my New York Times subscription because this bozo writer is writing these things that are obviously just wrong or evil or bad or whatever, right? So you get that kind of stuff, and, it, and, it, and it, what it does is it um, punishes and disciplines the writers and the editors at these papers. And so they fall in line with their audience that, that, that they are now captured by. Because before they had, they made a lot of their money um, partly off subscriptions, but also uh, was more diversified because you had your advertisers. And so they could be much more moderate. They could be much more even. But it's hard to have in that kind of, be that even handed when you're captured by the audience. Now you could say the same thing about, um, you know, Fox News totally captured by their audience, right? No question about that. But even the Substack writers talk about that. They get captured by their audience. If you start out and you start this cool sub snack and you're writing about, you know, you know, why the, why the, um, let's say you start writing, writing about why the right is bad, right? And then you go over and you say, well, you write a couple things about why the right is good or do it the other way. Right or the left is good. And then you write something the other way. And all of a sudden people f- go in and cancel their subscription to you because I think you're, they, they're like this, what are you doing? And they lose money. And they're like, I don't want to lo- make less money. <laughs> I was making twenty thousand dollars a month. Now I'm making twelve thousand dollars a month, or right, I'm only making eight thousand if I keep writing these stories. I'm not going to write these stories. I'm. It's 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 much easier to say, you know, what I'm just. it's just not
0: worth it. Like, you know, what it's just the yeah. it's just the same principle as movie sequels. You know, like people just like what they like and they want more of that. Yeah, but so the so so the problem
1: is. What this leads to is a situation which I was giving you a hard time for, and again, I didn't mean to say you're clueless or out of the loop. I mean, I was saying that you didn't know what was going on, but uh, most people don't know what's going on because they're captured in their filter bubble, and they're like, you're like, dude, I, you know, I, I turn on Google News and I read a few of these things. I, I haven't heard about any of this stuff. So okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's a huge thing that's happening that's transforming downtowns and an educated person who's online knows what's going on with you isn't aware of it. That is an indictment of our media
0: landscape, not of you. That must be it's interesting because it was Google News that that sent me to that. So and I've noticed that Google News is sending me to more things that are would be deemed right. So it must be it must be noticing that I'm you know, shifting slightly.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I I, Google news is my, (laughs) it's algorithm. Google news is like one of my starting, I mean, I, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely look at Google news. I look at a lot of other stuff, Twitter. I get a lot of stuff off Twitter and other places, Mm. which sort of rounds things out. But, um, you know, most of the stuff, I mean, look at who, who was it posted? Um, there was something, I think it was, geez, I don't remember who, I don't want to give the wrong credit, but there is a, uh, there was a couple of sites that rank or rate how left or right different.
0: Um, oh yeah, media outlets. So, yeah, because we 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 were both posting links in our JR and JV links in the Discord and someone had posted... Because I made a, well, I made a
1: complaint about the media being biased, and, and you need divers. I was saying somebody, we need to diversify our media landscape, and someone's in hair, hey, check out this site. And it was great, because it really was pretty accurate, I think. If you're, what you would instinctually think, and you'd say, okay, MSNBC is farther to the left than CNN, which is farther to the left than this, which is farther, to this is farther to the right, and then you have Fox to the right, but then you have, like, the media, what's the, I don't know, news match, it's just farther, you know, like, it was
0: it, it showed where everything was. On this, this is the allsides.com. Is that it? Allsides.com. Yeah. Media bias. It was,
1: and I, I mean, you know, I I felt like it it was pretty, uh, pretty fair. And one thing was also, it was funny because you could see over time, because you saw CNN, CNN pivoted, went way farther to the left in Mm. 2020, 2021. They really leaned in hard to the sort of the, 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 all the the wokeness and everything, and then that started hurting them because what happened is is at the height of the pandemic and the pipe of the 220 stuff, the George Floyd aftermath and all that stuff, and everybody just hyper focused on and thinking about these things, and, every, and and there was still a lot of the uh, and then a, and a lot of the anti Trump stuff, and so you had a lot of people who were highly activated and very much well, want to read about this stuff, but then people got tired of it, right? Trump's gone. People are getting tired. They're saying that some of this stuff in these cities is just not working. They're like, you know, quit preaching to me about some of the stuff which just seems to be not working. And then, and now, and then CNN's uh, numbers and MSNBC numbers are way down. And so CNN was trying to trying to make more of a of a move back towards the center. I mean, they are further than center than they were. But, but, and last thing I'll say, when they had Trump on, do they knew CNN had Trump on some town hall thing like a few months ago or four months ago? Do you remember that? yeah and there was pretty much a meltdown at cnn by the employees it was a it's a full-on meltdown and um anderson cooper had to come on and apologize for having trump on because it made so many people so triggered and upset at cnn and and they're and i'm like so they're totally captured i mean you may not Mm. like trump that's fine he was president for four years. He could end up being the president again. And if you cannot even have that guy on for a like a, a, a town hall series of questions without just ha- like having, a, you know, your entire audience melting down, you're clearly pretty captured. Right. Yeah. I mean, w- yeah. I mean, I mean, you'd have the same reaction if Fox couldn't have Biden on. If like it might have they had Biden on.
0: Yeah. No, of course, and and
1: the, and 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 then Fox News had people had had employees crying and people flipping out and threatening to quit. I mean, you'd be like, "Whoa, what is going on?" So, so that capture, but think everything has a feedback loop because then what happens? So you get captured. You know, I mean, I think what you 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 know you people see that you're captured and they see you're 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 a very you're very narrow narrative and people start stop. Will punish you in the end. You'll you'll ne- you'll never grow beyond
0: this sliver. We hit two hundred people in the texting Discord. <laughs> <laughs> is that our new metric? And now I know that you you really enjoy uh, the Discord, and it's um, something that really appeals. Um, okay, so Jess Jess is referring to our pre
1: <laughs> our, our, our our about three minutes of pre of discussion on this show and, uh, about
0: about the Discord and. Um, basically it it it's it's a distraction for you it's a distraction and that's fair enough I mean it's a distraction and but for me it's great you know it helps me
1: a lot I know you you, you, you uh you're uh well I think you get uh you get a, a lot of well it's just the
0: same with the uh, virtual Irish pub, pub yeah right but it's only it's only a distraction for you because let's just say if you weren't doing anything else, if you weren't building math academy and didn't have a whole bunch of important shit to do. You probably wouldn't feel the same way, right? Like you'd probably be
1: No, I don't more think more interested so, no. in. Well let me show this. Let me just how many um how many friends do you have that you speak to rarely? Regularly. Yeah. People regularly I regularly or did you say regularly or Regularly. Or regularly. With, without and I, I don't mean like um your friends from Ireland who come for a visit every two or three years, or, or um, and and Georgie doesn't count, and I don't count, and no one that who who what adult and, and people you work with who, who but who how many how many people do you like? Do people I work with count? Nope, because they're not uh, friends. They're I have I have uh, none. Right. So this serves as your social center. This is Correct. a really great social outlet for you, and 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 I will, um, you know, be the first one to admit that we have a fantastic group of listeners. I mean, I have, I don't remember meeting, and I'm not just saying this because I'm captured by the texting audience because I make so much money off it, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a financial boon for me. No, um, it's uh, it's that every time I've met them, they're smart, thoughtful, interesting polite people. They're great. And they're, mm-hmm. and, 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 and they're, and, and, they're very, and they, and they're, they all seem to be quite expert in, like you said, at least one thing or if not multiple things. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're, it's an, they're an amazing uh, resource, you know, and I don't know, we've met probably what, 30, 40 in, in person over the years, at least yeah. And some, you know, we've become closer friends with just because we've known them in different contexts. But, um, so, uh, they're great people to, 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 talk with. Um, so, uh, that's, that's, so, on, but, but so I don't, but I have, all... a, I have like about, I have a lot of, um, I have a large group of people I talk to regularly that I don't even have time to talk to all the time. And that's
0: right. And so the reason why you have that large group of people is because you're American and you live in America and all my people are in Ireland and England. <laughs> so. But uh, so, that's not the see, the see. But you've been in America for since two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, so you've been here for fifteen years, and you have well. Me?
0: Every every person, uh, all my friends have been made through the show, basically. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I, I met you, <laughs> like you were my, kind of my first American friend. Right, and, and then we did the show, and then and then everyone else I met was through that. So I mean, my pe- people like Ollie and Matt and John and all those people in England. I mean, it's just hard to have those long distance. No, you can't. I mean, I have friends <laughs> yeah. who, I have friends
1: in Chicago and New York and Hong Kong and stuff, and for, you know, come really close friends. But I only talk to them like once every year exactly. or two. Yeah. And it's not that I do, It's not that I don't um like them any less. I enjoy talking
0: to them. When I do see them, I have a blast. Yeah, when I chat with when I chat with my, you know, my friends. But, but that's the price you pay for moving to America. I mean, that was my, my price. Yeah,
1: but so what my point is, if you don't have um a, a network of people who you talk to regularly, adult real adult close friends, that you can really talk about real stuff with, you need to get it from somewhere. And I think right. for you Discord Serves sort of that purpose, just like they're at the Irish pub. I think it's something you're naturally good at. You naturally enjoyed. You get you get the social connections and stuff, and the social sort of interactions, you know, that you need. And, um, you know, I yeah. talk to more people, so I'm like, okay, so I like the people on Discord, but I like I need, I got work to do. <laughs> like I I I, right. I all the times I'm like, God, I can't get drawn into this, right? Like I'll, I'll, somebody will, I'll post a link and someone will make a comment on it. And I'm like, I need
0: to. And it's a good comment. That's the problem because they're, they're, they're smart people and they make good comments. And that's the reason why you get drawn into stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like, I need, so it's a lot of times I'm just like, I don't, I shouldn't be writing this. I should not be commenting on this because I need to focus on what I should be doing, which is working on Math Academy. And so then it's just this constant fight with my brain. About not allowing myself to get distracted, but then I, I feel a like okay, so I can do one of two. I can do I have a few options. I want I can just totally ignore it and say, right, Justin, you know what, Discord, you kind of be the Discord representative for us, and you post a bunch of links, and you know I'll just largely just sort of sit idle, and if something I really have to, I'll say something, or I can engage regularly, in which case it's a it's a it's a bit of a. Bit of a time sink for me. Um, Part of me was thinking, well, I'll just post some links up there so that I can kind of telegraph some of the things that we might talk about in the show. And I can kind of give them in front of you a little bit. So if you're like you're aware of some things that might be interesting to talk about. The problem is that people start commenting on them. And then if I don't comment
0: and say, I think what you just said is incorrect. And let me clarify. We can lock. I mean, it's you can lock down a channel so that you're the only person allowed to post to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's.
1: Would you like to do that? Uh, possibly, but I'm just I'm just trying to explain my thinking. So when you say yeah, Jason yeah, doesn't no. like Discord or something, like, I'm trying to explain like, okay, if I feel this, pr- I have a lot of, st- if so much math academy, I can't even describe it, and I'm, and and so then I'm always like, what – You know,
0: anytime I'm doing something that is either not. Like you know you know I mean. I I don't think you know I think like everyone's on your side and understands that that perspective. Um, so I I just think it's I mean I I was just bringing it up I wasn't trying to yeah. be down on you or something. No no I just
1: I just just wanted I just wanted to clarify because they're like what Jason doesn't like us. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um, I'm like that's not it. I'm trying to just trying to stay focused on and get the stuff. Uh, I'm doing. But I, what I've been noticing is that you have these, I mean, people have this, like, you have these things that you check. Check my eBall, I check my Google email, uh, my my personal email, I check my Mathcadding email, I check my text, yeah. I check Slack, and then I check Discord. And you're constantly yeah. rotating through it's them. A new thing. They're all yeah. like a socket chain. You're just rotating through email, email, text, Slack, Discord, Discord, Slack, ting, dang, dang, Twitter, Twitter, Slack, Twitter, you know, it's like, you know, and all of them and a lot of them are just sort of like, like I could I could live without Twitter. I could uh, live without Discord. I could, uh, you know. Luckily, I don't get much email these days. Text. So I mean, it's like you know, you just things that are kind of just pulling off task. That's it. Because uh, you know, I, I I think I have a, like probably a lot of people, but I definitely have some ADHD that I got to manage. And um, there's things. How happen. is Math Academy? um how's revenue are we are we up down no flat? no we're we're kind of just flat i mean it's a kind of flat. summer's been kind of dead i mean Sandy and i were just talking about this morning and she's like hey we gotta we have to um we got to kick the marketing in care it's time she's like i just she, she was like i she's like i start resenting having to deal with all the customer support emails and we're not growing <laughs> or when we're not making right. any so sandy and i
0: don't make any money right this yeah, exactly. is it's, it's it's just exactly, unpaid it's, work but it's it's yeah with with unfulfilled potential it's the potentials there but it's unfulfilled but it's not It's like fun work answering right, fun
1: somebody's work. confusion about how to do something in settings or one thing is not fun work right and so so if you're not if you're making what? a bunch of money you're like okay you know fine But you're growing You're like we're but you're, you're just stagnating stagnating
0: you know it's
1: it's just frustrating
0: how much work do you consider to be fun work of the stuff that you do on the dev what percentage would you say i enjoy what i do i enjoy it because i of. find i find once you start like working on nitro note for example i mean i love the overall concept and the idea and i want to like i really want to take it forward and make it big but i find 80% of the work is like it's 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 essentially monkey work. <laughs> it's like I'm just fulfilling features that I know need to be there and I'm just kind of doing it to fulfill the features. It doesn't feel like I'm breaking through new new ground or new territory. It's like I just I know this product needs this, so I have to build it. I've got to work how to do it, rinse and repeat. I think it more like um someone might be a, a an artist
1: or a or a or a writer. It's like a Writer can say, you know, they may have written three or four novels, and it's like, well, I've written novels, I've written paragraphs before. I've written, I've written yeah. this word many times. I've used periods. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I think those small strokes, you know, I've drawn circles, I've drawn lines. Everything's a circle or a line. it's like, okay, that's it's in service of a bigger vision, and as long as you are engaged with this, unvi- with this vision, envi- this thing you've envisioned exactly. taking shape then these small strokes should be relatively enjoyable at least they are for me and it doesn't mean that every time every single function i write is like the most exciting function that i've ever written in my life or i don't no. get frustrated but i i'm more or less like i'm constantly thinking okay this is going to be cool once this is all working this is going to be good
0: no you br- you bring up a good point because even though i say it's it's monkey work like and monkey work is probably derogatory um what i mean is what i mean is it's not um sort of super madness work. It's not madness work, it's grinding work. <laughs> and but actually sometimes I do really enjoy that because you can you can just sit down, you can put music on and you just like okay, I know that I'm going somewhere, I know that I'm you know, moving my business forward and it's I'm sort of on autopilot, you know. I'm on autopilot building this stuff. That's actually quite a nice feeling sometimes. I really enjoy building APIs because of that. Because you you can just knock knock stuff out. You can just knock stuff out. So actually, it's the checking of the things that's re- that's rewarding. It's like another one done, another one done, another one done.
1: Yeah, I don't I you know I, I don't mind. I like I like what I do. Um, I don't like doing um tech support so much. So when Sandy says she'll forward me anything it's like technical support as opposed to just like a customer support question that she can answer. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, what's going on with this account? Because it's always a one off thing. Something weird went on. I mean, it'll, you know, sometimes it'll result in a bug that I need to fix, which is fine. But, you know, it's just like, okay, this is, but it's not that big a deal. That's like the worst of my job. My tip, more of my job is spent either writing code, right? building i mean it's you know it's i don't know if i'd call myself designing i craft a ui as i'm building it out so i I wouldn't say i do design work so much but i building product or i'm um coordinating with uh justin and alex and i have to say like i really enjoy talking to those guys like i i like you know i try not to do too many calls because it's like just because i enjoy talking to them Say so, hey, Alex, what's up? You know, and, you know, it's like, um, you know, I talk to Alex like you know, maybe on average once a week. We'll do like an hour call and kind of um, just go over the thing in detail and you know, maybe a little more than an hour. And then uh, Justin I speak to maybe um, twice, two to three times a week for 20, 30 minutes. And, but I really enjoy that. It's coordinating. It's solving problems. We're working through stuff. But it's fun. It's like, okay, so we needed this, we need to do that, how we want to solve this. And it's fun because they're smart guys who are very skilled at what they do. And they're and they're just, you know, they're enjoyable people to talk to. And we just have fun talking. So I enjoy, I enjoy that. That takes some of my time. And then talking with Sandy, you know, because we're coordinating, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to, this PR thing, are we going to go to this, you know, we put an application in for that convention thing. And, you know, dealing with stuff so, like that
0: where are you at then
1: uh with with her so really like so really interesting so yeah we need to um so we have the oh there's some technical things i could talk about but let me just talk let me just kind of uh, take the the 10,000 foot view for us is you know we could be working on i mean we and we will be working on this thing for years so i, I we are definitely good enough to i think to grow through um, some marketing stuff. It's not the UI and the marketing site isn't so bad that it's just going to be an inefficient use of funds. It'll be less efficient than, than six months from now when, when this, the website is even better and the UI isn't better, but it's still, it's, it's, it, 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 it works well. It works, whatever we're, we're over that bar. So it's time to start growing. And there's, you know, many different ways we can do that. Um, you know, part of it we were talking about is a PR doing some pr work and that's been a little mm. bit frustrating sandy sent emails to some different you know, education writers and has basically got almost nothing out of it and so that's been really she's been really frustrated she's like what is going on and um so you know, you can't really predict that stuff it's like a writer is interested they want to write about what you're doing right now or maybe they have other things they want to write about it's just not something they're feeling jazzed about right now um the other thing is, you know, we're that convention would be a way to go there. We probably make some connections and might get some press or some recognition there. Um, but at you know, there's there's the whole SEO thing, right? Right, starting to do content marketing, and yeah. one thing we're starting to do is kickstart the the uh, Twitter account. Did we have we talked about that at all? Uh, not too much. So I'll just give that this the, so Sandy is new to Twitter has never really used it as no has never used it up until this and she's like well what do i do what do i tweet or what you know like okay so here's here's what we need to do and stuff and so um did that did we not talk i feel
0: like we talked about this a little bit did we talk well one thing one thing that um that i had posted in a discord channel was that i think that you guys have so much um beautiful vision like a imagery from like the, the visuals that 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 might be something that you could start posting you know every couple of days or something you know one like not all in one go but sort of drip feed it out and maybe just create this surface area of those and then one of them might just hit some mathematician who's got a lot of followers and then that could sort of take maybe. off
1: maybe but- I, I think i think you really got to build this stuff around a a, a story Something interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you true. know, a nice picture always helps, but you know, a picture of like a three dimensional graph, unless it's something like, what is that? You know, I, I think, right. But like a knowledge graph stuff could be kind of cool, but just like a, you know, a, a cool image from our multivariable calculus course. I don't think that's going to really do much for us. Um, so, yeah. but the the plan was, the plan is, this is what we're going to do. Is so we have so Justin and Alex and I think Yuri in particular have been making list of sort of articles that they could write that based on the stuff, the problems they're solving, the stuff they're thinking about it. And we have a huge log of really interesting things we could write about that nobody's really talked about. That would be, they all have the real, real potential to like do well on Hacker News. Now, as we know, it's always a, 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 it's, it's, it's always a bit of a, there's a lot of chance involved in that, but if you have enough good stuff, you're going to start hitting. But, same thing on Twitter, right? You write something that's really good. Somebody picks it up and retweets it, has an account of 100,000 Oh, followers. yeah. You
0: mentioned you we just, we slightly discussed last, last show. And okay. So we did talk. We about we're this. talking about Twitter. We were going to do, you were going to do the blog post and then you're going to do a synthesis of it on Twitter.
1: Yeah. So what, then, what we're going to do things, is yeah. we're going to write like a mini version. Yeah. Sandy's not a big fan of the threaded comments. So I said, do like a 10 part. She's like, I hate those. And I'm like, well. Mm. I don't love them, but they are a thing, so we can experiment with them. But what we can do is, we can get the eight dollar account or whatever, and then we can write longer posts, and so they could be like mini versions of what will then turn into yeah. an article. And then we yeah. can. I said, and so just and so, what well, Justin has actually did a really good job is we have a cheat a, a tweets channel, um, every uh, in uh, in Slack, and every day, Justin has been writing a series of like what could be. Cheat, uh, tweets, cheats, tweets, mm. okay. Um, so here, I'll just read one to, for you, right? Here's an example. He, he, he's got like, Jesus, like 20 of these or something. He goes, here would be the main tweets. Why learn math ahead of time? It guards you against numerous academic risks and opens all kinds of doors to career opportunities. And then each sentence, think of that as an extra tweet, uh, ne- the next tweet or whatever. You know how when you take a language class, there's often a couple of kids who speak the language at home and think the class is super easy? You can do that with math. Learning math ahead of time basically guarantees an A and guards against all sorts of risks such as the teacher not knowing the, con- the content very well and otherwise not being able to explain it. This is especially helpful at university when lectures are often unsuitable for a f- first introduction to a topic. Of course, the natural objection is, won't you be bored in class? But if you do super well in advanced classes, especially at university, then that opens all kinds of doors to recommendations for internships, research projects with professors, etc. Even if you aren't a genius, you appear to be one in everyone else's eyes, and consequently you get a ticket to those reserved for the smart kid opportunities. Anyway. That's great. Um So he's got like he's got like twice. So every day he writes one of these, which are based on notes that he's been taking. Cause I'm like, dude, every time you think of something or some discussion we have, or what you talk about just write it down and Unlike me, like he's amazing at doing that because I never write anything down. He writes everything down, so he has a huge reservoir of stuff that then we can take this and then turn that into like a, a really well fleshed out article. So
0: that kind of thing typically comes from an individual, and then the individual writes it as as their as what they're thinking, and then in their profile it says, you know, I'm CEO of Math Academy. I work at Math Academy, and then people come to Math Academy by look by being interested in the individual and looking at their profile and clicking off that's that so that's the, what, what i've typically seen i haven't typically seen a company write stuff like that but i agree with you that is very powerful
1: i don't see why it would make a difference i think what people are mostly yeah, interested sure. in i think is sure. stuff that's informative or entertaining or insightful or they just emotion or it's it emotional and they agree with strongly and they're like yes it's so true so um i don't know so we're going to start doing that Good. now the other thing i just in terms of the marketing we could finish up this topic um just yesterday, I got a, a, a an email from a guy. He's like, "Hey, man, it's been a long time. What's up?" Well, I was like, "How's Math Academy doing?" And it turns out he's like a, a real expert in performance marketing and SEO stuff, like hmm. big, big time expert. And um, he had actually used Math Academy. He and a couple of his kids, they have they they stopped using because his kids weren't using it enough or whatever. But and I, and so we did catch up and. He 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 was contacting me primarily because he wants me to be on a, a new podcast he's gonna be um hosting. Nice. And, you and know, I talk about like the Uber stuff and little math cat, whatever. So and then we started talking about I said, Yeah, I said, Well, we've we've hit sort of break-even, but we need to we've kind of stalled out we need to actually invest we need to start intentionally trying to grow, you know, and and he's like, Oh, he's like, Well. And he started telling – so he has like a bunch of ideas and he's like, hey, let me just – let's do a call tomorrow, log in, show me your Google Analytics, show me your stuff. So I'm going to show him all the stuff and he's like – so he's blown up like major businesses in terms of growth. So I'm like – let's talk tomorrow so I'm like how could we work, you know like how could we work at work together what would that look like could you know i'm not sure exactly mm. what he's doing but you know that could be one of these sort of luck surface areas i just got an i just woke up to the email in the morning like hey what's that's up? great so i don't know love we'll it we'll see but that's what we need i need see um you know you and i and everyone here on this podcast you go, okay, how do we grow? Well, you can do you can do SEO content marketing, you can do social media, you can do performance marketing, you can do this and that. And like these everybody agrees these things can all work. But the question is which one to do first, how much to invest in it, and how to how to execute on it in a way that's going to be efficient and effective for what you're trying to do. And what was true a year and a half or two years ago or four years ago with certain companies may not be true with whatever you're trying to do. And, um, so it's like you have a, and and for me, I mean, obviously I'm already, my time is occupied building and doing things and Sandy's time is occupied. So it's easy to just like not do anything, but you're also like, I'm not a hundred percent sure what to do first. Right. Cause like, you you know, for a while we were just kind of growing incidentally. So it was like, okay, let's just not even worry about just kind of growing and let's just build. But now it's like, oh crap, we're kind of stalling out. We need to do something. We need to actually grow. And then it's like, well, what do we do? And and then you see an article and say, well, it's no point in doing SEO until you have at least a thousand backlinks. Well, how do you get a thousand backlinks? Okay, well, I guess PR work. Well, you know, people aren't getting, you know, we're not getting we're getting ghosted by the the writers. I mean, you know, people. Well, don't don't become dependent on you know performance marketing because you're just it's like crack and you're just going to put money into this thing and you're giving all your money to Facebook and Google and you're you know it's like okay, well then what the, what the hell should I do? do and you know that some combination of them will work and you know a lot of them will work no matter what you do just depending on what you want to do but like what what should I do and so what I need is I need someone who says look Jason just do, just do this not because I read some Hacker News articles about it or because I heard someone talk about it because that's what I do and it will work I need that you know like I read the same damn Hacker News articles like I've read this I've watched the same you know Twenty SEO experts on YouTube, like I've, I, yeah, I, you know, but I need someone who says no, like, dude. Actually, this I guarantee it'll work. Yeah, that's so great. Hope, hopefully, be, we'll see what I phone call tomorrow. I mean, you know, one one of the ideas I had in general, just to, just the to, even apart from what how this conversation may go, is hire, hiring someone as a consultant or advisor who's a real expert to give us a battle plan. And a roadmap, and it says, "Look, you know, don't do this." Just like what I've done for other companies is sort of advising, consulting CTO, because I've saved them so much time by just saying, "Look, man, hire this guy. Don't hire these. Guys. Do that. Just no. Don't do that. Do this stuff." And I saved them so much time—just an hour phone call, so much toil and, and wasted effort. And I want—I some, need someone to do the same thing for me. You
0: need a, a marketing, a Jason marketing, a marketing Jason.
1: Yeah, just and and then and then you. Maybe I don't have to do it. Maybe I could hire somebody who's lower tier who can execute and just say okay here's the battle plan here's what you need to be doing and this is and just do that and, the, and then they can coordinate with the the true expert who's too expensive to do by the hour but can can just tell you what needs to be happening so that's that's
0: kind of thing about so um how's your project superhero coming on um so
1: well I made a little note um, I said I I gained like two pounds over the summer because mm, I I, yeah. I think I mentioned I had like I had like a total of four or five trips over the summer. You said you'd put your back out last time we spoke to you. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was so stupid.
1: Um, is that still no? Is that still it took one week and then I'm hundred percent okay. after a week. So basically, I lost a week of working out, which kind of sucked and just right. being in pain and not walking around like an eighty year old man. Um, I heard Sandy looked at me and I'm like shuffling around. She's like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like a, ah! And, um, uh, so the, the, one of the things that was worth mentioning is I took the summer off from the, the, the weight uh, the extreme weight loss workout art. I would, you know, a lot of times I'd be gone like a Thursday or Wednesday through a Sunday. So I'd only get three days in the gym or something. So then I'd go in and I would do, you know, a 70% effort or I'd lift weights. And then I would eat Mm -hmm. good breakfasts and good lunches when I was home. I was trying to eat well the days I was home, and then but but when I was traveling, it was just like whatever McDonald's and pizza and pancakes and all the crap you eat when you're when you're traveling. And um, so I had a very highly active summer with a lot of traveling, and I only and I only put on a total of two pounds. That's not bad. Maybe two and a half. If you maybe two and a half, worst case. So which is totally. It's not a big price to pay. Now now I'm trying to get back. Now I'm, this past week I got back to work. And so, and then I'm I'm um I'm trying I'm just sort of debating what I want to do in terms of my mix of of lifting versus cardio. And I was researching, you know, can I cause I because I, I would occasionally see stuff that's like, you know, lifting once a week, if you're natural, you're not doing steroids, actually you gain more muscle than lifting twice a week. I would like seen some like you know, you would show up on my on
0: YouTube or something, and I was like, "Is that well?" Tr- that was also part of the what the the guy we interviewed about slow, super said slow as well, like super slow. Yes, yeah, like your your muscles have more time to adapt. That's why you gain more.
1: According to the, I, I did another research. I say, like, is that true? You know, because I not matter what you read. It, it's like there's always like three three versions of what the truth. Yeah, and yeah. based on yeah. the top things on Google, like you know, go to Healthline or Men's Health or you go. F- yeah, I, I took like six or seven of these things, and like basic, the the, the evidence seems to point that more is better. <laughs> Actually, hmm. more so. Is better. Yeah, if you live twice a week with the same body part versus one, you're definitely gonna put on more muscle. And if you put, if you do ten sets as opposed uh, to of within the six to fifth or twelve rep range to near failure, like you're gonna do. I like 40% more muscle or 60% more muscle, what a you know, from 10 re, 10 sets versus three sets. And, you know, and if you have six or seven, it's kind of the middle. So it's somewhat linear. And so it's like, you know, what you know you're worried is true is actually true. It's like, yeah, dude, the more you work, you're more you're gonna gain. <laughs> Sorry. That's just how it works. You know, you do don't you, get the you don't get this less more with less typically.
0: Do you want to do because um, I know that there is the two types of training? One of them is like slower, heavier versus lighter, faster, Um, and supposedly lighter, faster sort of makes it, makes the muscles look bigger and slower, heavier, makes the muscles stronger. Have you heard that? Yeah.
1: Okay. So there's a lot, I've, there's a lot of mixed sort of research on this and it depends. I I think, um, like if you're talking like, a, 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 a you're like a track athlete, like I was, you know, you're a sprinter and you're trying to make yourself more explosive, you know, you would probably be trying to activate more quick. You would be trying to activate and build more quick twitch type two, type two, a muscle fiber instead of
0: type one, which is a slow twitch.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. but I've seen a lot of research. a lot of experts. How do you do that? Is that heavier, heavier weights?
0: Oh, so it's heavier and less reps. It's heavier, less reps, but I've seen a lot of stuff
1: that's, is it's not, that's not really true. Um, I I think entirely. And I think, yeah, if you're doing lots of really high rep stuff, you know, 15 to 20 or something like that, lots of of lactic acid kicking in, that probably has a different effect. But if you're like staying in the 10 to 12 reps, I don't think you have to do sets of three, right? And you can build, it's type two muscle fiber. Um, Now you, you can get really into the nitty gritty, you know, and if you're training for the, you know, your division one you know, wide receiver or Olympic athlete, like there's a different level of of focus and detail about what's going to move the needle for you versus like, you know, a non competitive athlete. So for us, and you're like, dude, I just want to put on some good functional muscle. It doesn't really matter a ton as long as you're, is time under tension. But what I think is when you do have your weight, you're, you're, you increase the risk of injury, right? You're, if you're doing, if you're doing one rep max to uh you're 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 always risking an injury at one rep max right three reps mm. three reps is heavy it's you know take a tear a peck. you know doing 10 reps and stuff especially if you're not doing like you know forced to failure someone's i you know or, or forced negatives or these things that just totally blank. you're doing like a normal six eight ten twelve reps your your your
0: risk of injury is much much lower not only for the muscles but for the tendons And how many sets? Well, actually, because I'm also asking for my, for me, like, because I want to start, I'm going to start when Jack goes back to school. That's going to be one of the the new things that I do is going to be two, two times a week or possibly three times a week. Probably start with two times a week. Like, what should, should I be doing that? Like, 10, 12 reps by, by how many sets? For the, uh, here's the thing. Mostly it doesn't matter for you.
1: Mostly it doesn't matter. I mean, I wouldn't be doing one rep max. But I wouldn't right, be doing. It sounds reps, like I shouldn't,
0: be, right? But it sounds like I shouldn't be doing heavy because, like, obviously, I'm. I really dude. You're fifty. Have that what? Idea. You're fifty three, fifty four. Yeah. Right. Fifty four.
1: Okay. Like rule. It's like you, you need to follow this with the Hippocratic oath, like do no harm, right? Like, we yeah. her injuring your shoulder is worse. Is like the worst outcome, so you don't want to do that. So don't mm. injure yourself, but cheese. don't do stuff that could potentially injure. Just don't lift super heavy weight. Um, don't be trying to move things super quickly, don't be too explosive. Just you don't need to do it. Like, you're not a discus thrower. Like nobody cares. It's but,
0: just but So do I do I like pick up a fa- a weight and like find out, okay, I sort of feel like after ten I can't pick it up anymore. And then that's the weight that I do.
1: You know, well, for you, honestly, I would get a trainer that's a you know, somebody. To it's train. Tra-
0: so I shouldn't even just try to do it myself. No, it no, no, no. Oh, okay, well,
1: here's the thing. Yeah. You do not have to have a trainer for every workout. I'm not saying that because anyway, George is going to be like, Justin, you spend $1,000 a month on this training. Like, what? what are you doing? You know, you don't have to do that. But what I would do is maybe get someone to meet with once a week for one session a week. And he says, all right, look, here's what you need to do. Let's come up with a plan. Do this. We'll we'll go through. I'll work you out on you know Thursdays. You know Saturdays and Tuesdays. You do work. Out, you do these things. Just do these exercises. We've gone through them. Like you need a little more support and oversight so you don't injure yourself. You know because I think, right. I think I mean anyone can benefit from an expert feedback and oversight everybody benefits from that even even elite athletes benefit from a coach working with them in fact elite athletes who lose their coach tend not to be elite anymore (laughs) who try to train themselves they tend to fall out of the elite category um but Hmm. for someone of our age in her 50s who have an accumulation of injuries you're this close to an injury you're this close So you need, but you can't do it. You can't. You can't do nothing, because you're just gonna. Your muscles just gonna. You continue to erode away, and you get weaker, and you're gonna get fatter because you have less active muscle. Your metabolism slows down, but you know it's bad. So you need to be doing some kind of resistance work, but you don't want to eat yourself. So I would highly recommend. You get someone, even if they're an online trainer who comes in and says, "All right, I'm with you over Zoom. We do a half hour together, and we we'll go through some exercises, and you do those." And I know you're really good at finding all these kind of cool, like, "Hey, I found this great virtual trainer, and they're awesome." And It's only like that find something you like and have them. Don't don't take my advice. I mean, I can tell you a bunch of things that are going to be largely true, but I, I think it. I think you would benefit from having somebody just create a plan.
0: Do you like at 50? Would you say? You'll notice, like, do you have, like, um I don't know how to put this, like, old body? Or, like, do you do you feel like you're still, like, relatively in your prime kind of body?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't feel that different. But here's what I am. To, but it's been this way for about 15 years or two. Like, and I've said this before on the show. And I know it probably sounds kind of weird. But having been, like, a sprinter, kind of an explosive athlete, like, I can generate a lot of power. And so I can go, but then I can quickly pull a muscle. I can, po- I could do that in college, like you know, I'd be all these guys on my soccer team, and they would never pull a hamstring because they just weren't fast enough; they could not generate the power. I had to be very careful as a sprinter that I warmed up correctly and did all the stretches and worked it. Because if I just went out and just like ran, like pop, I'm out for a month. And okay. and um, I also have a tendency to um. Well, anyway, so. I I would joke with people because I you, I can still lift a heavy weight and I'm still, I still quick re- reflex. I'm still quick. So I go on the basketball court and I'm still quick, but I'm this close from pulling it from pulling a muscle or straining a, a tendon. I'm like I'm like you know you see like those old triumphs from like a 1980. And it looks a really cool sportsman. I think it looks fast. It looks <laughs> cool, but then you take it around and then like blows. You take it around the block and like two miles down, something it's, it's happened. Like Jesus, what happened? I'm like that's like me. You look at me like, hey, look, that guy looks like he looks pretty athletic, yeah. Look, and then you're like, oh, he's out for three months, so it's, right. it's frustrating. So I, I don't have the old body, but I I do know that if I if I um if I compete in basketball and soccer, unless I'm I, I'm just I feel like I'm just I'm just inches away from. It's a mistake. No I, I want to play basketball. Like, and I'm, I mean, I, I'm i aspiring to get back playing if I could get down to 185 pounds and maybe do some real, really good, like, mm. yoga-type stuff. Something to loosen me up because I want to play, but I know. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you do? Like, for, in terms of stretches
0: and stuff, like, do you do much of that, like, in terms of?
1: I always stretch for, like, I do, like, ten minutes, of five to ten minutes of stretches when I get to the gym. I have my okay. routine that I've done yeah. that's you know, that I've ever since I was... Played soccer in college. It's It's like eighty percent, ninety percent of what I did for my soccer stretches, you know. So you
0: and you're just still doing five times a week right now,
1: six five typically. Days. If
0: I'm if I'm in town.
1: So now that I'm in town, I'm not going anywhere, hopefully for a while, I'll, I'll do every Sundays are my day off. And so what I was doing in the initial weight loss, I would just do cardio. I do try to five hundred calories of cardio. You know, which I'd mm. go over, I'd usually do it over three machines. So I do, because I always get so boring on one machine. So I go seated bike, one, of the, one certain type of cross trainer, then another elliptical. So 150, 200, 150 calories or whatever, and done, you know. But I started yeah. wanting to lift because I was like, you know, I'm losing a lot of weight and I don't want to lose muscle. So I better start lifting. And, yeah. and um, I'm just not, I need to experiment with this because I'm a little worried that I'm not going to lose weight lifting like I did with cardio. But what I think I'm going to do is lift six days a week with a three-day split and then do like 200, cal- 200 to 250 calories of cardio after that. What does three-day split mean? So um, you would do like a upper – you would do push with your upper body. All your push exercises, bench, press, shoulder, tricep type stuff. That would be one day. And the next day you, mm. you would do like pulls. It would be like pull-downs, rows, curls, shrugs anything with upper body that's like pulling towards you right pulling down pulling chin up that kind of stuff and then uh leg day and and um i like to do that some people like to do the full body but that just takes so damn long and i'm like usually after like four or five exercises i'm burned out i'm like Ugh.
0: so whenever i so how long does it take you how long does it take you i yield so into six exercises. maybe 35
1: minutes 40 I, I mean it's hard to say like yeah something i would I would guess like 35 40 minutes I can get through four or five exercises, four or five different exercises so upper body bench I do like a pre- I do on a machine now just because it's faster I do yeah. the you know bench and then I do the uh, uh overhead press and then I do pec deck which is kind of pulling in, and then I do a, a tricep extension. So four on push day, and then pull day, I do pull-downs, like the pull-up on the machine, and then I do like the seated rows, and then I do uh, curls, hammer curls with dumbbells, and then I do like shrugs with like 100-pound dumbbells or something. And
0: I do abdominal. So on those weight stays, you're like in and out within 30 minutes?
1: Well, then what I will do is I'll go do like um, 250 calories on the elliptical so maybe you know another 25 minutes on
0: the so so it would be less than 30 minutes for the weights but you also do the stretches
1: so yeah so get there probably seven eight minutes of stretching I mean, I'm, I'm not right. a, I'm not like a, a yogi or something. So it's don't, don't be too impressed right, getting right. there. And I do a few back and, you know, 10 <laughs> seconds here, 10 seconds, you know, um, <laughs> but I do more than a lot of people, but you know, it's someone who's really in stretch and you're like, well, Jason, if you really want to stretch, I'm like, ask ah, it, I'm not going to stretch for 40 minutes. Um, and, uh, then I do, li- then I lift, but you know, I always have to do like, especially in the early ones, do like two couple of up sets, two, three warm up sets. So it's not like you just jump in and do three sets, like okay, three or four as I'm getting warmed up and mm, then kind okay. of build into your working sets, especially for your compound lifts. And then, um, I try and get that done. And I, I you know, I didn't watch the clock that closely, but I'm, I'm trying to remember, but it's probably, let's call it 35 to 40 minutes and then go do, you know, 20, uh, 25 minutes of cardio. Mm. I mean, so, you know, okay. it's, uh, it's an hour and a half kind of thing. Six days a week. Maybe. Something like that. Maybe not. No, so if I get here, uh, so I would leave home around six, ideally around 6.15, and I'm probably leaving the gym. And so I get to the gym in 10 minutes. Or so, you know, it's less than, more like an hour and 15 minutes at the gym, hour and 20 minutes. It's just like so much time, six
0: days a week. I mean, I. it's just, it's a lot.
1: Well, Okay, so here's a couple things. You don't have to do nearly this much, A. So just because I'm doing that doesn't mean you have to do that. Um, B, I like it. Like, I like – I get to get the hell out of the house. I've been in the house all day. I've only left for lunch. Come 6, 630, I'm gone. Like, I'm still like that 13-year-old kid. School's out at 330. I'm going to soccer practice or basketball practice or something. Like, I, I – I need to go and, and play a sport or something. And I, even though I'm not playing a sport, the closest thing I have is I go to the gym. And I always, always feel de-stressed and refreshed after I go to the gym. Just sitting around the house and transitioning to, I don't know, e- eating dinner or sitting. I mean, I feel like crap. Like you, you don't get any of the stress out. Don't you
0: feel, do you not feel that way? Obviously you don't because you Yeah, I mean, not really, but I mean, I but I but but I really do want to, I really do want to start stepping things up now that I'm having, you know, seeing such good results. So, by the way, I, I hit my goal, my two, so my really big goal was to get to 250 um, uh, blood sugar. Dude, yeah, that,
1: that, yeah, that chart, that blood sugar chart was cr- killing it. I was like, dude, that saw. I was like, that is uh, awesome. The So, it, l- l- let me just, oh, you saw le- the, the, let me the, just say one yeah. thing before we get, because I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. I would just aim – I think it's better to do 30 minutes six days a week than to have like your hour a day or whatever. Just do yeah. 30 minutes. And you, what you could do is three days a week of lifting and three days a bit week of cardio, yeah. whatever it is.
0: I mean, I, I yeah, I could just, do that potentially. Just 30
1: minutes. It's not a big deal. Just yeah. go and be like, okay, yeah. so I got these dumbbells or kettlebells and I do this 30-minute thing – Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I go and I do a, a fast walk, semi jog, or whatever the hell you want to do, you know, and do that. Just start yes. with that and do that. Just the way you're talking about layers of success. Or, you know, just start with something like that. Or if you.
0: I'll start. I mean, I'll, I'll start even smaller than that. Like I'll work up to that. But do I'll it every day. That. I'll start two times. Do it every day. Habit, habit, habit you, forming. Well, that, the habit's going to be two times a week, and then three times a week, and then four times a I, week.
1: Okay. I, I think. I think it's better. It's been working. Well, it's a different kind of app. But here, all your habits you're doing now are every day.
0: That's, I guess that's true.
1: I I would. Here's what I would do. Even if you said, "I'm going to do 15 minutes a day," do 15 minutes. Just do it every day. I mean, you take Sundays off, okay? But just do 15 minutes of dumbbells. You do your four exercises. You Find four quick exercise you do two three sets of like 20 30 bound dumbbells or whatever and you do some pull and some push you know i
0: like that idea i like that idea because i've 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 had success with that approach before so i like that because idea. once you go That's like oh i did approach.
1: it on tuesday and it's been through oh i forgot thursday it's friday oh, i missed yeah. it no no this is every day you brush your teeth every day you take a shower every day hopefully you yeah. <laughs> you you know you don't drink alcohol or, or coffee every day you do your 15 minutes of whatever and then you bump it up to 20 because after a while you'd be like fifty minutes is kind of a joke i can do 20 you know and then mm. and then what yeah. happens you're gonna get some results you're like i like these
0: results i want more maybe i should do just a little more of a workout you know i yeah i'm even though i haven't lost any weight yet i just feel uh the mental fortitude to really go for it i'm just I'm, i'm in a good very good mental space about this whole thing right okay. now
1: I don't care what the workout is. I don't care if you're doing push-ups or you're doing dumbbell things or you're swimming or you're whatever. Just do it every day.
0: Every day. You know, okay. or,
1: or, or do Fair something enough. every day. You can rotate between different things, but just, you know, at this time every day from five to five 20 or five 15,
0: Justin does his workout. But before I do that, I want to keep before I, because I am going to do that and then I will commit to that and I will commit to that to post to the discord. Before I do that I want to see how far I can go with food with just basic food because I want to see how far I can get with the blood sugar and then I'm going to flip onto that. Mm-hmm. So but also it's also going to be because of um, when Jack gets back really to, want school. to work out. <laughs> no I'm going to do it. No I'm going to do it. You'd rather eat less I'm gonna food do it. than it. And I've got I've got I've also got a, I've also got to build up. Oh yeah right right. <laughs> no 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 that's not it. That I want to. I'm not eating less food per se. I'm eating less fat.
1: Yeah. No. Um. I mean, it's fine. Well, yeah. you know. Hey, I was the one who was telling you like you're trying all these things. I'm like, why don't you do them in isolation to figure out what the impact each have? So I'm a fan of that, right? right. Figure out what the impact yeah. is. So then, because if you know it's working, then it's easier to stick with it. If you're like, I don't know if this lifting weights thing is doing anything, and then it's like, oh, actually, yeah, it does. It you know, it affects my blood sugar, it affects my weight, it affects my heart rate, whatever. Then you'll do it. You know, you should know the input-output relationship. Know the function.
0: So I've been doing this tracking for like twenty-five days at this yeah, point. Yeah, the
1: glucose tracking. So you yeah, know. I I saw your. Yeah. I've been watching your charts like everybody else. You've taken over my brain with your stupid glucose charts. It's like, it's <laughs> like, a, it's like logging. It's like watching the S and P index. It's like, what's the S? What's just, does glucose for the day? Like why? Is... <laughs> it's like. But you must
0: admit. It's going in the right direction. It is. If it
1: was going in a bad direction, I'd be like, dude, I'm not watching that. Turn this thing out. you would make me. It's like bad news. You get the bad news chart. Yeah. Um, so, but it is. It's good news. You're making progress. I'm glad that you're the Irish are gone, so you can actually like consistently lower because you would like spikes. So, oh, there's some spaghetti dinner they had. You know, oh, there's yeah. they went out yeah. for pancakes.
0: You know, so you can really see the change since they left. Yeah. Though.
1: It's like, dude, like, yeah, well that always happens. You have visitors and like everything goes to crap. You don't know? exercise, you crap I mean, We had a great time, but it's like, you know. Um but so you you're you're you have these like rolling aver- averages are like fourteen, seven, three and two day or one day something.
0: Yeah, thirty-day, fourteen two-day. So why don't you give day, us a number day, some yeah. people who aren't so um, so um so the the thirty day this was basically the rolling average was 278 um with uh like 67 percent in the very high range 29 percent in the high range and four percent in in the actual good range so four percent that's not good <laughs> in my good range so then if you look at my seven uh wait hang on 14 day well i'll just go straight to the seven day because you don't want to be listening to a whole bunch of stats well, actually, because this was posted a few days ago, so if we go if go we go to to, to to today's current seven day, um, it's actually down to two hundred thirty six. So, keeping in mind, I'm supposed to be something like a one thirty, you know, well, 150. You went from two so
1: seventy-six seventy six to 276 to two
0: thir- thirty six as my as my average for uh, thirty two seven day. So we said yeah, and and so okay, but more importantly is that. For 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 the thirty day average, I was sixty seven percent very high, Mm -hmm. and very high is is really damaging. You're doing damage to your body. You you get you get strokes.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) you're you're occurring
0: damage (laughs) as you do that. This is not good for your body, your organs. So, I'm down to thirty two percent very high now. Um, fifty seven percent high and 11 percent in range so basically i've gone from four percent in range to 11 percent in range so i'm still i still don't like that very high I'm number still, justin i want this lower i'm not i'm still as, fucked
1: right as <laughs> since sure. you're now have your glucose chart in my face and my brain i get to have opinions <laughs> on it and my
0: opinion oh, yeah. is
1: i don't like how much time you're spending in that very high range get your shit oh, together like let's get this down what do you got to do so what have you been doing
0: well, actually, this th- this could be a case for starting the exercise sooner because I think that would really make a make a next level shift. But I mean, the the going down of it, it's really just about. It's it, it's a flywheel, you know. It's it's um, <clears throat> it's this inertia that's been created by having so much fat inside the muscles and in the bloodstream, and um, as I clear that out the numbers will just get better. So let it's it's called that's a a glucose
1: sensitivity. So fat, having a lot of excess fat in your bloodstream yeah. makes you, mm. inc- increases your glucose sensitivity. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah. I'm not an yeah, expert ba- on this, Basically
0: so. increase, your, your insulin, insulin resistance. Insulin glucose.
1: So insulin resistance. So insulin
0: resistance yeah. so is like how well insulin does. So the less, the, the one because the, it blocks, it blocks the function of the insulin connecting to the receptors. Right. So I really I'm just this is kind of like a, a fat flush like out of my system. Flush that fat. And <laughs> and then and then things will get better. Yeah. But and you know I really sh- that's why I should probably do exercise to be honest because that that just flushes exactly that faster out of the out of the muscles yeah of course yeah. Um
1: so, well what have you changed in your to diet that. to make these improvements? Cuz the last couple of days were really good. I mean it was lower than that. The average was like a 200.
0: I have been... Am I right? Um, it was like a
1: 200, right? Give or take?
0: Just over 200? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, average for, the, wait, let me just look. For the last, the last three days, average has been 206. Yeah. What, what percentage in the very high 20, range? Uh, 4% Okay, very high.
1: And that's the talking. Yeah. As, as, as an equity yeah. holder in your data chart, your equity, is an equity holder in your data chart, your glucose data chart, um,
0: Yeah, I want more of that. If we're going by the last three days, I've been 4% very high, 72% high, and 24% in range. So that's gone from a 4% in range to 11% in range to 24% in range. Okay, so if this was a business,
1: (laughs) okay, and these were like, I don't know, cost (laughs) savings or... like What have you done to cause this?
0: It is... I have been eating food that I've, I've basically, the one number that I'm focusing on is fat to eat as little fat as possible under 40 grams. So, so like, for example, when I choose a meal, it's like, okay, this has seven grams of fat. That's fair enough. I can have like four of these, you know? So I'm sure tr- I'm just really trying to keep it under 40 grams. I've actually been wavering between 40 and 60. So you need to, you need to, worry um, about
1: that. what are that, what are the, what are the high fat things that you're <laughs> eating that you shouldn't be eating?
0: Oh, but can I just oh, sorry, say this? The second piece is, the second piece is that I'm choosing things. I, I'm not just going because a, lo- a lot of like, you know, McDonald's bread, that has no fat, but that's obviously going to make you go. White rice has no fat. Yeah, that's going to make. So I'm choosing things that are not going to make my that are not obviously going to make me go cr- my blood sugar go crazy, and that also has zero. Wow. fat. So essentially, like, so like lentil, lentil soup. I've had. What, what were we going to say? Well, I thought that simple carbs like sugar
1: and I mean, sugar, simple carbs like bread and rice would shoot your blood sugar up and just in general. Yeah, it does. So you're, it does, so yeah. So that hurts your blood sugar. It just doesn't hurt as much
0: as high fat. No, no. What happens is high fat blocks the insulin resistance that creates insulin resistance. And then if I have something, it, it, that is so, it, it's like a one two punch. Uh, so, if you
1: have, if you go and have like a, a whopper or a Big Mac, that is like death. That is like the worst because you have this big, high fat, high saturated fat beef and this in a big bun and a bunch
0: of fries. That's just like, you in know, a, in a, oh my God, yeah, you can't be doing that. It's a one two punch, but it's also, it's, it's not, it's not one whopper, it is a flywheel effect of consistent meals over time so it's like if i have lots of whoppers every day for a month then that just raises everything like it's like this yeah, like the tide has raised and then i go ahead and i have i don't know um get well a spoonful of, a spoonful of sugar right so then that sugar gets into the blood but it never goes out of the system it just stays there high 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 now if i just ate nothing for a month then all the all the fat clears out and then I can have a spoonful of sugar and then I'll get a little spike and it'll be gone. Can you
1: do like, like I do, which is you kind of, you, um, try and eat, you do eat the right food six days a week and you have kind of a cheat day or a cheat meal or something where you're like, okay, Georgie, you know, I know Jack wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese on, let's do it on Sunday and try and do these things on Sundays as much as possible. And other days, you
0: know, I got to eat my special stuff. Yes, if I if I did six days a week, perfect, and then I had a whopper on the weekend, one whopper, I'd probably be fine. I mean, that I could totally. So you could do that.
1: Have, so you so you could yeah.
0: still eat this stuff, but you just gotta, you you really
1: need to isolate it. So it's it's um, yeah, you know my own as this is like my own version of intermittent fasting, right? You, you could eat whatever you want if you're intermittent fasting. If you don't eat, you know,
0: I can eat whatever I want on Sundays as long as the rest of the days I'm working out and eating.
1: Clean or whatever. It
0: it wouldn't be an eat whatever you want situation for me though. But it's 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 a it's sort of it's a like allow myself to eat some some of the stuff so you don't feel totally deprived.
1: You're like I love, (laughs) you know, Georgie makes this awesome spaghetti thing and I like to eat it and we have that
0: on Sunday nights or something. But the one thing that I haven't spoken about so far, and this is really driving the success here, is the live chart. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well. I'm gonna eat this t- this little soup right now because I know that's not gonna peak things. Yeah, you don't want to spread. So it's up. like the live chart is totally. And I'm thinking, right? I'm I, I want to post good numbers to the Discord, so I'm not gonna eat this chocolate bar. I'm gonna eat this little soup. It's driving everything.
1: Yeah, well, that's why honesty in in in, in transparency is so important for m- improving things. You have to know have an accurate view of reality. What the hell's going on? That's why I say, like, weigh yourself every morning. It goes, like, how often should I weigh, my, weigh myself? All the time. Every day. Same time. Every time you wake up. At a minimum. Then you'll know exactly what the impact of things are. And you, you won't sit there, oh, every couple of weeks, I wait. you know, dude, just do it every day. Know what your numbers are.
0: But you get that it's the gamification that's driving this. It's like, I want to, I I really enjoy seeing all the likes and the thumbs up. And I feel a really big sense of, if I can do this, then people are going to be really going to like this. <laughs> so that's <laughs> right. really that's driving great. this. Like, it's like that's great. So, so this wouldn't work if this would work that, if you were in isolation. For you, I've done it in isolation, but I can't imagine it working forever. Whereas I can imagine this working forever, because I can keep on going down, and then once I'm down, then I can keep it really good, and then I can then I, my next thing can be to build up muscle and get rid of fat, and and so this can be something that can last for years and i'll i'll be yeah so
1: it. you know we're we're whenever you know when I, I initially laid out those odds for you and i said yeah. here are the odds and i think based on historical precedents they were fair odds and um you know i went out to three months and i think for you the first two weeks is the extreme danger zone for you you know you're you're you've picked up you know you know six weeks will be another a month is good. Six weeks will be another good, really good point where you, you know, the sort of the madness. Like how often can just how long can Justin can maintain the madness? Okay. And we need this has to be a lifestyle change, not a madness. So this can't be, you know, you you can go for about three months of madness. So that's why I'm like, we're not out of the right. danger yeah. zone. And really we're not at a danger zone for a year. We you gotta get on this, be doing this for a year. Yeah. It's just how you live. It's not and it's also like Georgie has to be on the same thing. Exactly. She's like, Okay, well, we're going on this trip, so we gotta make sure I found this place we can eat and well, like she's like trying to help you be successful and like this is just what you do, right? And this is important because this is what's gonna allow you to stick around here for a while longer, you know, and feel good not be debilitated or in the hospital, you know. And um, so uh yeah so I, I I what are we I think that every week that you go is increasing the odds that you'll continue longer. So we really I think we really got to as a team team Justin is get you to 3 months. I think we'll be in a much better position and then 6 months and then a year.
0: Yes. Now unrelated but slightly related, mm-hmm. I just want to say in the superhero channel Doug is doing insanely well. He's losing. He's been losing one to two pounds a week, and he's doing. He's doing his runs, and he's doing. He's eating the food that he's eating. Man, have you looked at? Have you looked at his charts? Uh, like he is a machine. Yeah, it's. I, I don't. I, I don't know if I've seen. Yeah, it's like a straight line down. It's pretty crazy. It's
1: how like, old is? How Jesus, old is he? How old is he? Pre- I, See, I, I did know. that when I, I was forty the first superhero, I went from two hundred seven to one eighty three pounds. Yeah, and uh, like four months, five months. I can't seem to do that now, and I feel like I'm doing the same stuff. So I don't know. I think it's hard. I get. I think it for whatever is for whatever reason. I don't know if if I'm misremembering what I did or what I ate. But if and it's a little hard. I wonder how old he, is. old Doug. Is. If Doug is in his fifties, do that. I mean, that is like I mean that's good either way. It'd be really amazing if he's in fifties. If he's like early forties, I'd be like okay, still
0: amazing. But I, I can he's, believe, I, 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 he, I, I, okay, I could see it happening. But. I mean, he started at two ten, yeah. right? So he's just only just, only just ten pounds lighter than I am. He's, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he's now just one, what is it, one eighty five? Damn, yeah. So he's, he did essentially. He did.
1: I kind of uh, that. That's what I did, and then I injured myself really badly, and that's what knocked me out of the race back in two thousand fourteen, the first the first incarnation of project superhero but that's great so um well we're yeah. kind of coming up to the 2 hours i know you're All going right, to
0: be so getting the, the the text or the call pretty soon i already have got the text i've got the text the the text at at 4:50 uh, she said 10 minutes so um <laughs> any shows you want to mention um no i'm well just the general uh, genre um, do you say, I always ask you this, do you say genre or genre? No, are you, I don't well, mean. It's genre, what it's do you not say? genre.
1: Who said genre? Okay, okay genre. Right. Um, people who I don't, don't speak, the so, humans. Uh,
0: <laughs> people who don't speak. People who don't speak. So um, the the Korean stuff, I really, I just really enjoy the Korean Koreans. stuff. It's so quirky. You really gotta hear. It's so quirky and weird. Did, did I tell you, did, I, I told you that the way that they do these shows, especially the kind of romantic comedies or something like that, like, when it gets, when it gets to, a, let's say, for example, a romantic relationship's building up, okay? And it goes through the stages. Like, the first stage might be they go for a walk together, you know? The next stage might be they kind of hold hands. You know, just like normal rom-coms, whatever. But, we, but what they... You know how, like, uh, Whopper adverts, like, for, for Whopper or for uh, food, mm-hmm. and the camera goes really close over the Whopper and mm-hmm. really slowly and shows you the mouth-watering Whopper. So what they do is every one of those moments... They do that like so let's say for example they hold their hands for the first time. Well, then you'll get this really close, slow photography over the hands holding, and then over a shoulder, and then over their faces, their lips, and their nose. It's so funny. It's so funny. I don't know how to I don't know what the but it's it's just the thing that they do. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Well, listen, I gotta go, and but- a
1: said because my my computer is basically telling me low battery, like because I turn off at any minute. So let me just tell oh. you two things. So um, on the show thing, so okay. we went and um, well, say that we watched uh, Goodwill Hunting with the kids, and that's course, like I that was like I was a great pick. So if anyone hasn't seen that in a long time, especially if they have kids who are maybe teenagers or something like that that's a that's a good pick. Um, I think I think we're going to try one of ones that I was thinking of was True Lies, which I, th- I think that might be kind of fun to watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger mm, one Schwarzenegger yeah. one Um and let's see will say last night so we went to the movies Sandy and the girls saw um Barbie the Barbie movie and uh mm-hmm. Kobe and I saw uh, Grand Turismo which was the race the guy who like qualifies to be you know to be trained as a professional race car driver by winning a oh, nice. sim competition um so uh you know it was funny So the 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 uh, the, the, the so Grand Turismo is, is good I mean it's not great but it's good Especially if you're into race car stuff. And Colby's really into race car stuff. Like we watched Rush, that movie. And we of course, you know, we went and raced those cars on a track and stuff. So it's 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 a it's based on true story, but it's not really exactly how things happened. But it's a good movie.
0: So I recommend it. So just before we started this show, Jason said, Well, I don't have much to talk about. It was so funny. I was walking in. And Izzy goes, "Well,
1: how are you doing?" She's like, "Are you?" I was like, "I gotta do a show." She's like, "I said." I, she's like, "I don't have anything to talk about, and I'm tired." And she's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure you'll figure something out to talk about." Yeah, <laughs> even you'll my, work it out. my teenage you'll work daughter out. knows this. Doesn't believe that. She's like, "Yeah, you'll." Make sure you figure out what to talk about. Um, one thing that was funny. She said last night after the Barbie movie. So we we came to the movies about the same time, and the girls were already out. And I watched. It. I'm like, how? And Sandy had a big smile on her face, and Eric had, and Izzy was like, Izzy had her arms crossed. She's like, Oh my God! It was so woke. It almost gave me an aneurysm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! I was just like ah.
1: so. I was like, she was kind of irritating. Uh, uh, her little sister because her little sister didn't want to hear it, you know, because she really liked it. And Izzy was like, "Oh my god," you know. But I'm glad I, you know, they they had fun. So I hear it's one of those movies that I think, you know, the the political messaging is way over the top. But if you can just say, "All right, I'm just not going to take that seriously," the movie itself is fun. Is you no, know, is that's what Sandy said. So especially nostalgic for 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 women who grew up with Barbies when they were kids, because in the end, it's like you're 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 approaching it as if this is Barbie land. You're a little girl's view of the world with playing with Barbies, right? So you have to kind of think about it in terms of that. All right. That's a wrap. We're